Welcome to the RSM podcast, Just Music Program, where we invite singers and musicians we have previously interviewed on our Frontline Servants program to come back and share songs they have written and or public domain songs that lift up our spirits and the name of Jesus. For more information about our free revival ministry or to explore more of our audio and video recordings, visit our website at rocksolidministries.org. Again, rocksolidministries.org. My guest today is our very own Greg Strickland. Greg is an evangelist along with me at Rock Solid Ministries and has been with us since 2015. Besides being a powerful preacher of the gospel, Greg is also a gifted musician, songwriter, and singer. To learn more about Greg's life and personal walk with Christ, go back to RSM podcast number 62. So I understand, Greg, that today we're going to have all original songs. Yeah, that's the plan. All, all stuff that I've written here and there through the years. Probably probably just since the time that I've been with Rock, Rock Solid Ministries, mostly. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's have some music. All right, let's start off this morning with some uh, Mississippi blues sound stuff. All right. I don't know if you know the Lord like me, but I do. I don't know if you got peace in your soul and rest like I do. I ain't bragging and I'm not hagging if you're frustrated, deflated and such. I'm just one beggar trying to show another where the bread is. We've all been needing so much. You may be thinking that your ship's sinking so long. It's a titanic wreck. Hope is a speck. It's all wrong. What can you say? I don't know if you sleep well at night like me. But you can. I don't know if you toss and turn in the sheets all night. Oh man, but anger and pain and loss is a strain and sadness has become your best friend. Everything's changed. The world seems strange. Thinking maybe this is the end. But Jesus is the one to help you get out of this mess. Pour in spirit and the ones who mourn who are blessed. You're in the right place. Well, it's not just me. It's not just you who need him. We all do. And it's a shame there ain't no one to blame for our sins. That we all do. But pride gets in our way and all we want to do is play. For the things that we know will break us. But listen, my friend, when we get to the end. Everyone gonna have to meet Jesus. Every knee is gonna bow and every tongue confess He's Lord. Time is now and the time is growing so short. What do you say? Well, it's either now and then I ain't lying, my friend, you will bow. Yes, you will. So come along with me. Can you face eternity? Oh, you will. Oh, that's good. That's the first time I've ever heard that one. Yeah, well, I don't do that one very often, but it's all right, I guess. <laughs> it's more than all right. <laughs> I was, uh, I, I mentioned that I had a little bit more time to write songs here and there since I started with Rock Solid, and I was really looking forward to my first time 
off the road. Um, and I thought, I'm going to have time. I can sit down with the guitar and write several songs. And then I was really frustrated because um, even though I had time to do it, I'd sit down with the guitar and I'd just kind of noodle around and nothing would come to me. And so I was really frustrated by that. But uh, I was driving down the road. I was telling myself, you know, boy, just mm, I don't like this. I can't believe I can't find anything to write about. Um, because, you know, I, I'm really, I, I, I listen to Christian music, but I don't listen to a lot of worship music. It's just, it's not my thing. And uh, so it's hard for you to write things that you're not really interested in or not necessarily not interested in, but aren't your thing. And so I was, I was driving down the road and I was really frustrated by that. And, and this song just came to me and I pulled over and made my wife start driving. I said, I got to write this down before I forget it. It's called I Got Nothing. I can't write any good songs. If the tune is all right, then the words are all wrong. Between Gaither and Tomlin, they done said it all. So I can't write any good songs. I can't preach any good sermons. There's only one Bible, and you've heard all its learnings. Huckleberry and Weaver might have left your hearts burning. But I can't preach any good sermons. But maybe it doesn't need to be new, but just a few words that are simple and true, spoken to folks that tend to be blue and worried. Songs about hope, words about grace, a short testimony, a path you can trace to open blind eyes those who are helpless and hurry I can't go any place new no I haven't been everywhere that much is true but the same old world's been here since Genesis 2 so I can't go any place new I can't go any place far. I drive a 91 Chevy, ain't much of a car. I don't have a boat, just this here guitar. So I can't go any place far. But maybe it doesn't need to be new. I don't have to go very far to find people like you. Me where there's folks who haven't heard all the stuff that I'm saying. Folks that are angry or living in fear. People far off that need to be near to Jesus our Savior. The answer to prayers they're praying. Let's get out of our comfortable pew. You don't have to write songs or preach sermons, it's true. There's no need to go far or to go someplace new. 
just have to get out of your pew. We all need to get out of our pew. Well, I think you did find a song to write, didn't you? Well, I did. I just had to, you know, quit thinking about it. I don't have to be Chris Tomlin. I don't have to be Bill Gaither. I just need to write what I know and, and what I think. You just need to be Greg Strickland. That's right. If people don't like it, then they won't listen to it anymore, but it might encourage somebody. I, I think it will. All right. Well, uh, one, of the, one of the ways that sometimes songwriters write songs is stuff that happens to them now and then. And I was telling our good friend Marv Whiteman this story. And uh, as we were driving down the road to Revival one night, and Marv says, hey, you know, you ought to write a song about that. And I said, well, maybe so. So uh, I sat down with my guitar and I wrote this song and it comes, it's a true story straight from the annals of the rock solid road. <laughs> I was on a trip when my stomach did a flip as I drove by this roadside cafe. I just barely started and I hated to stop so soon along my way but a corn dog was calling my name from this joint so i guessed that i'd have to pull in what do you know when i was back on the road there was a wreck where i just might have been so always stop for a corn dog on your way to do the lord's work or it may be that something you'll see will cause you the Lord's will to shirk. You could get killed just trying to fulfill His will on your mission from God. So always stop for a corn dog, dear brother, when the Spirit gives you the nod. Sometimes we hurry and hustle without so much as a thought of what we've got and of what we've not, and we take life on at full trot. But the Spirit off leads us to tarry from the streets to a place where He knows we'll receive refreshment or peace, rest or release. Or give blessings to folks we've not seen. So always stop for a corn dog on your way to do the Lord's work. Or it may be that something you'll see may cause you the Lord's will to shirk. You could get killed just trying to fulfill His will on your mission from God. But always stop for a corn dog, dear brother, when the Spirit gives you the nod. Now, I think after I wrote those first two verses, I sent uh, maybe a sample over to you or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. And you said, well, that's pretty good. But there's some other things that you might talk about in a song like that. And so I sat down and wrote another verse to the song. And it goes like this. But I'd warn you, my friend, about giving in to any old whim or thought. There are certain things, they're just not of the Lord. There are things that the devil has wrought. 
So if a hankering comes on as you're traveling along, or perhaps something green or a salad, that doctor and the God wants you healthy and wealthy. You gotta remember that's so very invalid. But always stop for corn dog on your way to the Lord's work. Or it may be that something you'll see may cause you the Lord's will to shirt. You could get killed just trying to fulfill His will on your mission from God. Always stop for a corn dog, dear brother, when the Spirit gives you the nod. Yes, always stop for a corn dog, dear brother, when the Spirit gives you the nod. Now, you know that's one of my favorites. <laughs> I love that. You mentioned our, our friend Marvin Whiteman. Yeah. A wonderful encourager, preacher, pianist, songwriter, singer, um, and born blind. Yeah. And uh, his podcast is number 24. All right. Our listeners want to go back and hear just a wonderful story about his life. Yeah, definitely go back and hear about Marv. Marv's a, a great singer, songwriter, and he, he does the same thing. He just Marv Whiteman, and he writes what he knows. And That's right. a good job with it. Really does. Uh, this song... I wrote about uh, just kind of daily life and how, you know, sometimes we feel far from God and there's different reasons why uh, we have different days. Maybe it's our mood. Maybe it's the stuff that's going on in our life. But uh, sometimes we feel a long ways from God. Sometimes we just uh, have to take it on faith that He's there. And, of course, He is. And then sometimes we, we really feel His presence. But regardless... Um, we know that he's with us today. Today, today is a day. It's one of those days. That's all I can say. And today, today is a day. It's one of those days. When I need to pray The words won't come And I can't speak My heart it breaks For friends and me And you, you've seen So far from me That I, I know you're listening today and today, today is a day, it's one of those days when I hear your voice. Today, today is a day, I only hear from your page, that's all I can say. The words won't come, and I can't speak. My heart it breaks for friends and me and you you seem so far from me that I I know you're listening today 
And today, today is a day. It's one of those days when I feel your glory. And today, today is a day. It's one of those days when I enter your story and words they rush but I still can't speak they come too fast for me to repeat and you you seem so close to me and I I know you're listening today 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 I know you're listening today. That's something we need to be reminded of, isn't it? It is. I sure need to remember that a lot. Yeah. I know that. I was reading through uh, one of my favorite devotionals is uh, Streams in the Desert. Yeah. And I know you've read that before, and I need to read it again. I, I, I've just found somewhere Streams in the Desert Volume 2. And I've never read that one at all, so I really... I didn't know there was a volume There is. I really need to read both of them, but in one of the devotions in Streams of the Desert, it comes from uh, Psalm 37 and verse 5, and it quotes the Young's literal translation. And I really don't know anything about Young's literal translation. I don't know who Young was or how literal he is. (laughs) But the verse, uh, 37.5, says, Roll on Jehovah thy way. And trust upon him, and he worketh, and hath brought out as light thy righteousness, and thy judgment as noonday. Be silent for Jehovah, and stay thyself for him. Do not fret because of him who is making prosperous his way, because of a man doing wicked devices. And I don't know, I must have gone through a really rough board meeting or something before (laughs) that, maybe. I think that was before I was with Rock Salt Ministries that I wrote this, but I don't remember remember any rough board. No, we don't ever have rough board, and that's honestly the truth. Yeah, but uh, you know, anybody who's been in ministry, and there's probably a lot of ministers or uh, different kinds that listen to this program. You've been in ministry, and and you've had false accusations against you, or people that didn't like what you said or what you did, or just who you are. Sure. And um, it always seems like those people come out on top and you come out on the bottom and there's nothing that you can do to change people's minds. That's what I always try to remember is that people know me and if, if they know me, then they're going to they're gonna know whether what's being said is right or wrong. And mm-hmm. if they don't know me, then I can't change their minds anyway. Yeah. So that, that's kind of the point that the psalmist makes here in Psalm 37 is just let God take care of it. Let him uh, deal with it and, and roll on Jehovah your way. Cast all your cares on him is the way I think the more modern translations put it, but that's just what this song is about. When your way seems dark When you lost all heart, roll on Jehovah, roll on Jehovah, thy way, 
when no one sees your pain oh victory roll on jehovah roll on jehovah thy way Give him all your cares, all your fears, trust in him, and he will hear when you need a friend, he's there if you will just be still. When you've done what's right, He'll bring it all to light. Roll on, Jehovah. Roll on, Jehovah, thy way. He's the one who knows surpassing peace will grow if you roll on Jehovah roll on Jehovah thy way give him all your cares all your fears just trust in him and he will hear when you need a friend he's there you will just be still roll on jehovah roll on jehovah thy way My uh, wife's grandfather, one of them, she never did meet. Uh, he was a terrible alcoholic. He had several children, and the last of his children was my mother-in-law. And she didn't really know her father very much either. She was so much younger than the rest of her uh, brothers and sisters that she had uh, nephews who were actually older than she was. But her dad spent a lot of time in prison because of his drinking and fighting and things that he did. And so he wasn't ever around very much. And my son, Nathan, who's also a musician, he decided that he was going to be, a, he was going to write a song kind of about that whole situation. And, and uh, he said, here's what I got. And what do you think? Do you have anything to add? And I said, well, we could do this. And it kind of turned into a song that, um, is it, we started out with that story, but it kind of switched gears and and turned into more of a, a story with a happy ending rather than the sad ending that was his life. Uh, but a story of uh, hope and truth. And um, 
I also say that uh, Nate wrote this with me. I think he wrote one of the verses. A friend of ours named Jonathan Fiery wrote one of the verses. And then a guy that I, I can't tell you his name is Top Secret. Oh. He, he, he's under contract as a writer for a big name star mm-hmm. who's from West Virginia in, all, in the south part of the Sticky Up place, kind sticky of up there up, where we go on, up on Highway 2, right? and he's a really good guitar player. And if you know that kind of music, then you know. But I can't tell anybody who it is <laughs> because he, he said uh, he was under contract with this uh, person, and anything that he wrote, then that fella had dibs on as far as recording and things like that. So, oh, okay. So he has to remain anonymous. But uh, he wrote one of the verses, and I think I wrote the chorus to it. But uh, if you want to hear the full uh, full band version of it, you can go on YouTube, look up Nathan Lee, and you can find Nathan's uh, version of it there. It's called Kansas Dirt Road. I should start that one over. All right. I was under the cross in an empty churchyard when an old beat-up truck pulled in. His eyes were as red as the blood that was shed to save us from all of our sin. Now I'm praying to heaven that hell will freeze over Sweet Lord, I'm begging, he'll realize that that yellow brave road don't run out of Lynchburg, St. Louis, or Colorado. And the straight and the narrow don't run through Milwaukee. It's as barren as a Kansas dirt road. As long as I remember, the bottle's been bigger than his will to just throw it away. And the reason for being a slave to the whiskey ain't as much as the price he will pay. But there ain't no trouble the truth cannot fix. And sin always takes more than it gives And that yellow brick road Don't run out of Lynchburg, St. Louis, or Colorado And the straight and the narrow Don't run through Milwaukee It's as barren as a Kansas dirt road I was under the neon 
And the dirty old dive where the bartender gave his last call. At the end of my rope, barely alive, for I had given my all. Daddy darkened the door, put his hand on my shoulder, said, Son, I've been here before. And I know that you're hurting, but this ain't the answer. Remember what you told me before. That yellow brick road don't run out of Lynchburg, St. Louis, Colorado. And the straight and the narrow don't run through Milwaukee. It's as barren as a Kansas dirt road. And the straight and the narrow don't run through Milwaukee. It's as barren as a Kansas dirt road. I believe that'll preach. Well, it might. You know, there's always a... Uh, Hope for people who are stuck in addiction. That's right, you know. And hope's in Jesus. It's not in the bottle. That's for sure. Uh, this song it comes from. I wrote back in early 2015. It was uh, I think when my my oldest child, my daughter-in-law Courtney, was in uh, Haiti, and that's that's when I met her. She she had been with a group. Uh, over in Haiti, and then she came back, and she wanted to go back by herself. And uh, during the time that she was gone, her mom and stepdad had begun attending our church. And so when she came back from Haiti, that's when I met her, and, and she was wanting to go back. And so our church decided that we would send her. We would pay her way back to Haiti to be a missionary there. And uh, it was a, a really difficult thing for a, a young single girl. I think she was 23, 24 years old just out of college, but she wanted to go and share the gospel with uh, people who needed it, live in their neighborhood. You know, she didn't live in a compound with other missionaries or things like that. And so uh, whenever she would call back, she would, you know, she'd have struggles and things that she wanted to talk about, but she didn't feel like she could tell her mom and dad because, you know, as parents, we worry about our kids. And sure, if they go through the least bit of struggle, we want them to get out of there and come home and do it, especially a young lady in Haiti. And so she said, I, but I feel like I can tell you these things and you'll understand that it's not necessarily that I want to leave. I'm just struggling. I need somebody to talk to. I said, that's a deal. And so I said, um, you, you call me or, you know, we'll talk over the internet and I'm going to have one question for you. Are you okay? Are you safe? And if you're mm -hmm. safe, then I'm going to say, Oh, poor sweet baby. Now pull up your big girl drawers and get down to business and do what you went for, you know? <laughs> right. And that's what she needed was somebody to just listen to her and, and then encourage her to do what she's there to do. So this is kind of a, a song that I wrote for her, was inspired by her for her to just uh, continue on even in uh, hard times. Why do you walk? face downcast why do you look for him at last and 
first his gaze you should but see you are the jewel of his crown son of god and friend of christ once to die if born but twice his glory first and then your soul you are the jewel of his crown precious child for whom heaven came with his blood and worth his shame in his eyes in his name we are the jewels of his crown daughter princess of the king of his great love we bid you sing don't cast aside your covering you are the jewel of his crown when first we see the world's applause we have forgotten heaven's cause to be like him to glorify him as the jewels of his crown precious child for whom heaven came with his blood and worth his shame in his eyes in his name we are the jewels of his crown precious child for whom heaven came with his blood and worth his shame in his eyes in his name we are the jewels of his crown we are the jewels of his crown. Well, that's nice and special for her, too. Well, I hope so. And, and uh, I, you know, you're mentioning so many different people here. I think you mentioned Nathan, son Nathan, a little while ago. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll look that up in a bit. But uh, Courtney's podcast is number 109. Right. And uh, almost since we did it, it's been the second most downloaded podcast yeah. on the RSM podcast. So. Yeah. I uh, encourage people to go back and check that out, number 109. She got a great story. And, yeah, she uh, does. Certainly, uh, I hope that song would encourage anybody that knows Jesus that he's important to you and he's he's there with you as you serve him each day. This story, uh, this song comes from a story that happened, um, it was several years before I started with Rock Solid. Actually, we were sitting in a, a board meeting one night in, a, in this new church. We had a rented facility and we had a great big board table that somebody had got from somebody had donated. And we were all the elders and deacons and staff were sitting around this big long table. And one of the deacons jumps up from his seat on the other side of the table and pointing at the window behind me said, what is that? <laughs> and everybody turned around and looked. And then every, we're all men sitting there. Every man at the table jumped up and ran to the window to see what was there. And this is what happened. A crowd began to gather to see something they had never seen. It was big and black and powerful, a tool of American justice, this powerful machine. 
People called their friends and told their wives and their kids to hurry down. The biggest thing to happen lately was the day the Batmobile came to town. <laughs> Strapped to a trailer bound for Dallas, bigger, brighter cities yet unknown. People snapped the pictures, texted on their cellular phones. The driver came back finishing his Big Mac portion of his lunch. He said, doesn't anything go on here? My wife said, no, it's a small town, not much. It was the day the Batmobile came to town, causing folks to stop and gather around. Taking just a moment for something so in style and worthwhile was the day the Batmobile came to town. Aren't there more important parts of life that never get much press at all? Good and simple kindnesses aren't talked about or make us pause or stall. But this Hollywood glitz and glamour is just the thing to which we are bound. That's why everyone was so excited. The day the Batmobile came to town. Was the day the Batmobile came to town. Causing folks to stop and gather around. Pausing just a moment for something so in style. And worthwhile was the day the Batmobile came to town. And singing songs and praying don't draw the crowd that it once used to do. Well, if Jesus drove a Batmobile, maybe folks would come to see him too. Just like the day the Batmobile came to town. Causing folks to stop and gather around. Pausing just a moment for something so in style and worthwhile. Was the day the Batmobile came to town. The day the Batmobile came to town. <laughs> I, we almost had to do a retake on that one because I, when you started singing i'd never heard it and it just it just <laughs> caught me that's a great song Grant. i love that well you know and it, it says a lot it does say a lot you know it, like i said every man at that table every grown man at that table jumped up <laughs> because they saw the batmobile you know and uh it's just it's just kind of funny it is that is that's great now i want to go back because i don't want to leave nate out Mm -hmm. Nate is podcast number 143, right. program 143, and we talked about him, so always try to give, give credit there. Go back and listen to Nate as well. Yeah. All right, but that's a great song. I've never oh, heard that one. How come you haven't sung that on Revive? Uh, I have once in a while, but just not very often. Not Just not yeah. with me yet. Yeah, I guess not. Uh, you knew I'd ask for it every time. <laughs> uh, I don't know where we are time-wise, but I've got one more song All right. uh, to share with you today. and I wrote this... Uh, Almost three years ago, in the, the fall of 2020, um, I said earlier that, you know, talking about different styles of music that I listen to, and, and one, of the, one of the things I listen to a lot is just singer-songwriter kind of stuff. And, you know, a lot of times, most of the time, 
popular songs aren't sung. The songs you hear on the radio aren't sung by the writers. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know who the writers are. And, uh, but this guy that this song is written about was one of the great treasures of American songwriting. And he wrote, or he sang uh, most all his songs. And I don't know of any of his songs that he sang and recorded over several albums that he didn't write, but few people uh, know who John Prine is. And he was kind of popular in the early seventies, I guess, but uh, written a lot of songs and, there's a lot of his songs that speak a whole lot of truth. There is a lot of truth in his songs and a lot of funny things in his songs. They're funny because they are true. Um, but I can, I can almost say with certainty that John Prine didn't know Jesus because in, in a few of his songs, his bitterness toward God really came through. And I don't really mm. know him enough to know what that was about. Uh, I won't say he's an atheist because he seems so bitter about yeah. who God was, uh, but a guy that knew a lot of truth. And my sons and I went to to see John Prine at a concert in Springfield, Missouri, several years ago. And uh, it, the name of the tour was "The Singing Mailman Delivers," and he was known as the Singing Mailman because uh, before he got into music, he was a mailman. And he was the guy, he'd go out and deliver mail and, and he'd be singing as he delivered mail and he was known by all the people on his route as the singing mailman. And then he got into music, recorded his first album and on this tour, he did all the songs from his very first album from the early 70s. But when John Prine died in the fall of 2020, I thought a lot about that. I thought about how sad it was that this guy who had so much truth in his songs didn't know the truth. Right. Didn't know Jesus, the way, the truth. Isn't that the way with a lot of folks? It is. It is. And so I wanted to end uh, today's music with this song that I just called The Mailman and um, how you can know a lot of truth in your life and you can be really popular and you can have everything on top of the world. But if you don't know Jesus, then you've missed the best part. And the song's kind of written in the style of some of his songs. And there's lots of references to his songs in here. So if anybody listening today listens to John Prine, then you'll recognize some of these references. The mailman first taught me how to escape the pressures and stresses of matrimony. Said he liked to hide out just behind his ear. I've tried it and found it works good with yes, dear. <laughs> he said that my worries just couldn't be good. Said I was wishing for bad luck while I'm knocking on wood. I remembered there's not much sense in a big goofy world. And the pleasures of life with a beautiful girl. But as good as he was passing himself around, can't really imagine that he ever found the answer to the anger that off bruised his soul. The mailman's own package was left in the cold. 
could be funny, yet so often right. About ways that folks look to self deep in the night. He taught me compassion for the sad Mr. Stone. And he asked me to notice the old and alone. He thought that in heaven he might have a beer. Smoke like he couldn't for so many years. He said he'd forgive Jesus and fishing he'd go. But for what and what kind of fish, we'll never know. For as good as he was passing wisdom around, it's hard to imagine that he ever found the freedom that Christmas brings imprisoned souls. The mailman's own package was left in the cold. Mailman's own package was left in the cold. Wow, what a way to end. Yeah. You know, Greg, your your songwriting, I just think today your songwriting and singing, as we like to say, <laughs> is a whole lot like your preaching. Sometimes funny, but always deep. Uh, I, I don't know. I, let's just, you know, it's just what I think about. I always tell people, you know, they, they say, well, your, your preaching's down there where we can reach you. Yeah. Well, that's because I can't reach any higher than that. <laughs> but I just I just always think that if I think about it, you think about it, or if I have questions about it, then you probably do too. Yeah. So. Well, I appreciate you taking time to, to yeah. do this with us. One of these rare times we're both home at the same time, except yeah. at holidays. And and uh, I appreciate it so much. I appreciate your preaching. I appreciate your, your writing, your singing. Uh, most of all, I appreciate you as a partner. Thank you. You're, you're a too. good partner. And uh, look back to 2015 and always say, I think it was a, a great decision of the RSM board to bring you on. And, and uh, of course, you were part of the board anyway. You kind of That's right. <laughs> I had inside track on everybody else. Yeah, you sure did. did. All those other applications, I just kept saying, no. no, no. <laughs> well, listen, we're, we're real happy that you shared with us. And I, I hope our listeners enjoyed this and that you'll yeah. uh, listen up because we'll have some more just music podcasts and programs as well as just preaching and and uh, also some more frontline service programs so just tune in we will be having them just whenever we can get to them and get them out here to you and until next time this is evangelist tom weaver saying goodbye and may god pour down his blessings on you like a mississippi rain